Hey mama, welcome back to Mama's Mission. You are listening to Deep and here we are talking about discipleship and all that it entails. It is a big topic. It is slightly overwhelming and daunting, but I'm here for you mama. I'm here to inspire you and equip you and today this episode is hopefully going to deliver on that. We are going to unpack a Bible that recently my family has purchased and how it's really, really working for my six-year-old daughter. I say kids in this podcast, but let's be real. My six-year-old daughter and my six-month-old son, he's not going to be doing a whole lot of reading. He's just more sitting and enjoying the ride. So we're here for that. But today we're unpacking a Bible and I'm going to share with you a few tips and tricks on how we can actually get in the Bible with our kids because it can be a little overwhelming and daunting. It doesn't have to be. It can actually be, dare I say it, even fun. But we're going to get into it and just as a, not a precursor, but a sneaky treat is that in it, I have a little episode, a little clip on how I share this with my daughter. Bear with, because it was totally off the cuff. My daughter was really preoccupied with the fact that I was recording. Thankfully, she couldn't see her face because she loves her reflection at the moment. But anywho, we are going to get into that. So if you're keen to hear about more on getting in the world with your kids and how it doesn't have to be scary and can almost be fun, stay tuned. Hey friend, welcome to Mama's Mission. Here we unpack the mission of discipling your kids into a real and loving relationship with God. I'm Deb, and I'd like you to think of me as your spirit stirrer. Is that even a thing? It is now. I want to stir your spirit up and inspire you to get intentional about discipleship. Mama, your role is more than making snacks and nagging. I mean, encouraging your kids. There's a greater purpose you need to work towards, and that's leading your tribe to know and love God. If you're ready to ditch your overwhelmed, discouraged attitude and get more clarity and inspiration on raising Jesus-loving kids, this podcast is for you. So grab a coffee and maybe a sneaky treat kick back and get ready to be inspired. So the Bible that we are going to unpack is called the Good News Family Bible. At least I think that's what it's called. It is a big Bible. It's about an A4 size. It has a hard cover. It's got like a reusable cover so the kids can draw all over it, rub it out, do it all over again. It is an interactive Bible and that's what drew me to it because when I saw an ad for it, it was open on the table, the kids were drawing all over it and I was thinking, I am here for that. My Bible is much the same. It has wide margins and that's what I brought it for to write a whole lot of questions, comments, highlight, not really get all creative with, okay, maybe creative with stick figures because that's all I can do. But you know what I mean? I want my Bible to be living and breathing like that's what I want to model to my kids. So when I saw this Bible, I thought that has me written all over it. So I am here to explain it to you, to share just briefly the features of it, how we use it in our family, and then again, the little clip on how my daughter and I actually use it for real. So 
The features of the Bible are, it's as I mentioned, A4 in size, so it's a big chunky thing. It is designed to leave be left on the table. So open wide. When you open it, it opens flat as well. It's not like some Bibles that don't lay flat. So it's designed to be kept in the open. If you have followed for a wee bit, you will know that I live in a tiny house. So we have have a little bench table and it can't be left open because when you have something like that open, it just takes up space and makes our house look even smaller than what it is. But in the future, I can see it now. My dining room table with my Bible or the family Bible laying flat open and in a perfect world being drawn all over, you know, we are getting into it and that's what I hope for. So... It's got the wide margins, as I mentioned, and there's heaps of activities in the margins. So things like word finds, coloring pictures, that kind of thing, quizzes. It's even got a few QR codes throughout the Bible to scan, and they'll take you to videos related to the scripture you've read. It is really, really cool. Don't think, though, that it's chock-a-block full of activities to do in the margin. There are quite a few pages where there's nothing there. And it's up to you to get involved and interactive. So I love that. There's no pressure really. It's designed to be left open as I said. And it's got that cool cover you can wipe all over. Like draw all over, wipe it off, start again. The cost was about $70. We got it in New Zealand. And the place we got it was Manor Christian Bookshop. And they kind of do discounts on Bibles. So I think $70 for a Bible of that size and what it actually offers was pretty decent, really. So I would highly recommend this Bible. But just note that I'm saying getting in the Word with your kids. We are using this specific Bible, but we are not going to use this forever. And just because we have this Bible doesn't mean that you need to get it. You can do it in any Bible you want. I think the key here is to get your kids involved. And I'm going to show you or share with you briefly how we do that in a moment. But that's really what it is. It's starting small. This doesn't need to be you doing like a chapter a day with your kids. It's just getting in the word bit by bit, baby steps here. It doesn't have to be daunting. And if you are a perfectionist, which mama, <laughs> I feel yeah, because there's sometimes where my daughter will highlight things in the Bible and she's highlighted the completely wrong thing. But if you're a perfectionist, I think you kind of need to put that to the side. With this family Bible, it's a family Bible. It doesn't have to be perfect. I mean, if you want your Bible to look like that, go for it. Mine totally doesn't. In fact, sometimes I've written things in the margin and my handwriting is so awful that I can barely read it Like when I go back to read it the next time. But anywho, that works really well for me and my family. We're getting in there. It's a working, living, breathing document. I know that sounds formal, but that's what it is. I want it to be lived in. I want it to be life. And yeah, so we hopefully achieve that by getting in it. So how we use it, there's a disclaimer, we actually use it with another devotional and I have not been an avid fan of devotionals for hmm, quite a while. My daughter just hasn't really got into them but a couple of years ago I bought this VeggieTales devotional book and it's really cool, it has a brief scripture like a verse, it unpacks the verse in a short, I'm going to say like four paragraphs. It then has a thought for the day related to the verse, and then it has a brief prayer. 
really, really cool. My daughter just didn't really get into it, but I kept the book anyway. It's got, I think it's a devotional where it has one for every day of the year, but we don't follow it like that. We just do one at a time. Anyway, we love it now, now that we use it in conjunction with this Bible. So what we do is the VeggieTales devotional book, which I'll link in the description, we find the verse and then we find the verse together in the Bible. So that's really key. This is like the most favorite part my daughter has with this whole thing, finding the actual verse. I have really noticed that kids these days, like we're so lazy. I say we because parents do. We don't go through the Bible anymore. Like we've got it at the touch of a fingertip on our phone so finding things in the bible is kind of difficult and i think it's a key thing that kids need to be able to do just like finding a word in the dictionary you know they still really struggle with that as well so with my daughter i'll say for example if we're finding something in proverbs i'd show her like the first or tell her the first three letters she finds the book and the number that of page the page it is and then we go through the bible and we find out where the chapter is that's a big number and the verse which is a small number all these things that you assume that kids know but they really don't you need to talk them through it and even though we've been doing this for hmm maybe like three or four months as a family um it still stumps my daughter at times on where to find the chapter and the verse so yeah you really got to talk them through it But again, that's half the fun, finding the actual verse. If you've got more than one child, you could totally do this with multiple Bibles and make it a competition on who could find the verse the quickest and whoever gets to find it the the fastest wins and gets to read it out loud. I don't know. You could just totally do that, whatever works for your family. At the moment, it's just our daughter, so she gets the whole thing to herself, really. But that will change. We then chat about the verse, so we find it, and what's cool is that we read out the verse, and then I get my daughter to tell me what the key thing is in that verse, so the key word, usually it could be love, or peace, or kindness, or think something like that, and she gets to highlight the word in the verse. She is just like her mama. We love our stationery and highlighters are her jam. So she gets to pick her color and highlights the verse or sorry, not the whole verse, but you know, just keywords. If there's something in the margin that corresponds with the verse, we might do that. Other times I might get her to draw a picture in the margin related to what we've read or draw a word, whatever. Uh, it, It also depends on time. So if we've got a whole bunch of time up our hands, I'll get her to get real creative and into it, which she's all for. Uh, If we don't have time and, you know, we're losing our patience because witching hour is upon us, you know, with needing to get kids fed and whatnot and in bed, then we just keep it short but sweet. So you do you, whatever works for you and your family, you know, feel the mood, go with it. But that's how we do it with our, our girl. We then chat about the verse and you, we use examples in real life if we can. Sometimes that's not the case, but a lot of times it is. And I don't know if you're like me, but we read the verse and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I could so pick this point, this point, this point with my daughter and her behavior. But I try not to. I really try hard not to. And instead I put it on me and I just want to highlight 
there are areas in my life where I'm not perfect by any means and I need a savior too. I don't want to come across as, as this person who is perfect and can do no wrong because that's totally not the case and our kids are the first people to point that out. Let's be real. So occasionally I can ask those questions to my daughter like, do you think you're a good friend or how would what would a good friend look like? You know, just to unpack it that little bit more, but we don't always do this. So you just, again, as I just mentioned before, you go with the flow, whatever works for you guys, you do it. So we were doing a verse for the day over breakfast. God asked me to go through Proverbs and do a proverb a day, and it was working quite well. But in the hustle and bustle of getting ready for school, as well as eating breakfast and my glorious coffee, consuming that, as well as getting our daughter ready for the bus, it was, we were just finding it was just something that we were kind of like, quick, quick, let's do, let's do, now move, 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 we've got to get out the door. I didn't want it to be like that, so we've just changed reading our devotion and going through the word more to like an afternoon, evening thing. We do it as a family, we just gauge where our kids are at, or kids, our daughter, where she's at, is she hungry, is she tired, you know, you go with the flow, so Again, this isn't a legal legalism thing. We don't do this Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Make sure we get in the devotional and the word. We just go with it. And whenever I feel like there's a good moment, instead of turning on the TV, which we may do, and there are times for that. Believe me, there are times for that. But in, in this instant, I'll just get the word out and I'll be like, hey, let's find a verse. And at the moment, our daughter's all for it. She's super keen. She's getting into her reading a lot more. Uh, It was a little bit trickier when she couldn't read. But you know what? I think, in retrospect, she would have loved this Bible anyway. Because even if she couldn't read, I could read it to her, get her to highlight a word, and then she could totally draw on the margin. Like she could, you know, she's pretty decent with her stick figures. So she could be drawing pictures as well. So that would totally work. Anyway, after we've read the verse and we've had a little chit-chat about it, we then go into the devotional, which isn't that long. We go in for the thought for the day and then we pray. And we pray either about the scripture, we pray about people in our lives, that kind of thing. But I think it's really, really important to pray together. And our daughter is pretty decent at that too. Like we've done this from quite an early age and I will link in the description an episode, I don't have it off the top of my head, but an episode where I unpack how we've actually encouraged our daughter to pray and get really decent at it. She probably does a whole better job than I do at times. So anyway, that's how we use it. I will link everything in the description, but that's how we keep our girl and our our daughter, sorry, engaged in the word and getting in it. This Bible is key, but again, as I mentioned, you can use any Bible that you want to. So but without further ado, I, I think we'll just crack into the brief clip we have of me doing this with my daughter. I did have to edit this um, quite a bit because it took her a while to find the verse and you don't want to hear pages flicking and her going, um, was it one six five one nine five whatever. So I did edit it quite a bit, but you get the gist of how we go through it. It's short but sweet, it didn't take very long, and it's something that we just did during the middle of the day because we're on school holidays at the moment. 
It worked. So here's the clip of our devotional time. Well, getting in the words, you know what I mean. Okay, Kens, we're going to do our devotional today. Okay, so you're going to get the contents page open. And we're looking at First Peter. Where's First Peter? It is in, I think it's in the New Testament. No, no, just... And you should know what, what Peter... does it start? P... Well, P... A... T... P... First Peter. So it's like 1 Peter. Peter. What page is it on? 1270. 1270. So let's go and find it. Here we go. But that's James. I uh, know it's James, but there, 1 Peter. Okay, 1 Peter, chapter 3. So can you find chapter 3? Um, big 3. Big 3. Big, there, oh, there we go. There. Chapter 3, verse what number? 12. What little number? Verse 12. So we're on the next page. And we'll turn it around. So you're looking for a small 12. 12. Where is it? For the Lord watches over the righteous and listens, listens to their prayers. But he opposes opposes those who do evil. So it's pretty much saying when you're righteous, the Lord will watch over you. And righteous is like doing the right things. Things Uh, that God will be pretty happy about. uh, And he wants, and he'll listen to your prayers as well. Okay? Okay. But he's he's against people who do evil. So can you give me an example of something that's evil? You're ugly. You're mean. You're so boring. Yeah, saying mean things to other people. He's against that. He doesn't like that. Okay? Especially because you're treating people that he loves like that. We're listening to our devotional, okay? So the eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right. And his ears are open to their prayers. Did you know that you have a secret tool you can use any time, day or night? Do you know what that tool is? God. Sort of. Prayer. Prayer. You can pray about anything. You can pray about anything, any time you want. Do you want to get better at something? Do you want to get better at anything? Yes. What? I want to get better at being kind to myself. Yeah, I, I would like to get better at that too. So we need to pray for God's help. Is something bothering you? I don't know. Nothing annoying you or bothering you? Well, sometimes I get, do get this feeling that I don't like some people sometimes. Okay. So we need to pray for God to help us in that or pray for his comfort. Are you, are you nervous about meeting someone new? Yes. You are? So we need to pray for God's peace. Anything you want to pray about, God is ready to listen. He loves for you to share your heart with him, and he can always help you. So don't waste time worrying about anything. Pray right away. So the thought of the day is prayer changes things. Try it and see. So what should we pray about today? Well, I'm going to pray for um, me and Remy that we get feel better and get better in our sickness. That's actually a really good thing to pray for. 
Um, I think I'd really like to pray for our church. Okay? Okay. Alright, do you want to go first or do you want me to? I will. Okay. Daddy, I pray for me and Remy that we can get better in every place of your name. And Daddy, I pray that we can have a good time today and that this video will be sent out and change the world, even though it's by two people with God. And Daddy, we pray that your power gets better in every different place. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Daddy, I want to thank you for the church that we're part of and the family that we have there. We know that there's a few things happening in our church, for not, for, not for the good, and we pray that this these things make our church stronger and make our make us stronger together as well. We know it's so important to be part of the body, and we pray that we can help and lend a hand and be mindful of the words that we're speaking about others as well. And so make our words build others up and not tear them down. Thank you for helping us do that because I need some help. In your precious and mighty name, amen. Amen. So I hope this encouraged you, Mama, to get in your word with your children. It doesn't have to be this Bible. It can be any Bible you want. But it's super important. I think I've shared at some stage or another that I didn't really get getting in the word, if that makes sense. I kind of brushed over it. It wasn't a part of my quiet time or anything. I thought, who needs to read the Bible? But I've totally changed my thought on that. And that's what we're doing with our daughter. You know, I want her to have a love for the word. And I don't want her to establish a love for the word like me, whereas in my 30s, I really would love her to establish a love for the word at this age. You know, she's only six. And again, with our son, he's six months, but he's exposed to this too. I really want them to live and breathe it. And it's so awesome because when we go through this, a lot of the times it comes up in our day-to-day. So, for example, I keep using the myth, the, the example of kindness, but I'll just say, you know, was that actually being kind like we were learning about? Or, you know, sometimes my daughter, she's pretty good at this, throws that out to me as well, keeping me accountable. And it's awesome because it's totally putting into practice what we've read because I think it's one thing to read it, but I think God doesn't want us to just read it and stop there. He wants us to apply it as well. So that's what we do in this. I hope that I have encouraged you in some way to get in the word with your kids. It doesn't have to take long. It doesn't have to be an overwhelming, daunting task. You can do this, Mama. Be blessed and I will catch you next week. Thanks for listening to Mama's Mission. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review. Thanks, guys. Hey mama, I can pretty much say ditto to what my little girl just said. It lights me up when you're encouraged to disciple your kids from the content here at Mama's Mission. So either leave a review on the podcast or hit me up on Instagram at a dash of Deb. Or better yet, join the family by subscribing to our newsletter. The link is in the description. Be blessed mama.